Welcome. You're listening to the Sagi of Anne Furthermore. Ring, ring, ring. Anne, welcome to Ready to Talk. What have you got? Greybeard. Hey, girl, it's your dog. We gotta find a way to get you through this. You can't be tripping on me right now. You're the linchpin, mama. You're the pool cue sinking billiard balls and the snooker game on the moving train. Don't be tripping on me. Anne, fuck, I know. I'm just burning out. Greybeard, I got you. You need a recharge, babe. You need something coming in, something to cool you out, something other than nut butters to fill you up. Remember that intervention yoga class they made you take? And oh yeah, I love that, but how can I, how could I? Greybeard, you can't. It's unsustainable right now. That's why I'm recommending you do toga. And toga? Greybeard, yes, it rhymes with yoga, and instead of a mat, you use a sheet. And toga? Like the Romans? Greybeard, exactly. The practice of toga is an ancient restorative discipline to help clear the mind and heal the body. It's just like yoga, only more passive. With toga, you wrap yourself loosely in a sheet and then lie down. You can do it in your sleep. And hey, this sounds great. Are there poses? Greybeard, yes. The first pose is called sidey, and you can do this on either side of your body, left or right. What you do is you lie down on your side. Again, it can be your left side or your right side but only one side at a time. Then, once you're on your side, you close your eyes and relax. And cool. That sounds good. Greybeard. The next pose is called plank. And like plankton? Greybeard. No. And oh. Greybeard. Plank involves lying on your back and stretching out your legs. And what about my arms? What do I do with my arms? Where do they go? Greybeard. Okay. So the beautiful thing about toga is that it's like Bach. You know, every time you do it, you find something new. You need to let your arms find their own positions so that in even the most basic poses, you have infinite variety. Your arms can go out or up and over your head, mix and match, whatever you want, as long as they are comfortable and blood can flow freely to your extremities. Anne, you mean my hands, Greybeard, yes. Anne, how many poses are there? Greybeard. Just three. The third one is called lump. And wow. Greybeard. Now, lump is a pose that looks pretty much the way it sounds, like a lump. The lump is a pose that you enter through a motion called plop. So basically, you wrap yourself in a sheet loosely and then sort of plop down onto your horizontal surface, be it a bed or a couch, a hot sand beach, or a floor of some kind. Once you have plopped down, take a minute to adjust your arms, as always, and then there you are. That pose is called lump. And so lump can just be any sort of pose? Greybeard, yes. So long as it is undefined or loosely defined, like a lump. The important part of toga is to keep your body's center of gravity low. Really super low, like as low as possible. And I think I can do that. This sounds great. I hope I can do it. Greybeard, you kind of already are doing it, Anne. That's why I thought toga would be a good fit for you. You can do it while you are sleeping. It is the ultimate multitask. And, but wait, so what's the difference between toga and just sleeping? Greybeard, mindfulness. And, oh, right, okay. Greybeard, yeah, give it a try and see what you think. You may want to try one of your poses during the day for an hour if you can. After a week or two, I may recommend you move on to something called Bikram Toga. It's the practice of hot toga and involves holding your poses, but instead of just a sheet, you had a blanket or a comforter. Anne, I bet I could do that. It sounds really cozy. 
Greybeard. I think this could work for you, and furthermore, a practice like this, along with your please, Ebo, will help focus and calm your mind and body. Anne. Thanks. I've just been so stressed. I'm going to try it. Greybeard. Love you. Anne. Love you, too. Ring, ring, ring. Welcome to Ready to Talk. What have you got? Yeah, hi. I'm calling because I'm having issues with my masculine side. Hmm. Tell me more. Masculine side? I don't think that's where the problem is, little miss, if you would let me explain. You mean mansplain. And furthermore, I am so sorry. It probably doesn't take a diagnostic genius like yourself to figure out... Yeah, I figured. Provo? Spanish Fork, Utah. But that's not why I'm calling. You see, my feminine side has started. As if. You know that's not how it happened, you sexist poophead. Don't try and pin this on me. Okay. I'm going to need both sides of you to stop talking for a minute. Yes, ma'am. Sorry. Of course. I apologize. Okay, with as little information as I have so far, it sounds like a classic case of he said, she said. It's interesting to me that the he and she are the same person. So, I would like to speak to each side of you individually, and the other may not interrupt. Male voice, do you have the same name, like Pat or Francis? No, we, no. Very good. Female voice, may I ask your name? Yes, thanks. My name is Yen. My name is Yen. Very good. And I'm assuming, male voice, that your name is Yang? No, my name is Yout. Yen and Yout, huh. That kind of works in a sort of ignorant American cultural imperialist appropriation way. I think our names sort of beg the question, are you Yin or are you Yout? I see what you're saying. Okay, so the two of you have had a falling out of some kind. I'm getting that much. Quick question to Yout. What biological sex were you born as? I don't know. My mom said I couldn't look until I was married. Yeah, yeah, me too. Wow, okay, Spanish fork, you say. Let me ask Yin this question. Honey, when you use the bathroom, Yin or Yout? I don't use the bathroom. Mom said I needed to hold it. Until you are married? You too, Yout? Yup, same. I have to hold it until marriage or until the MTC. Poop can lead to dancing. Yin, Yout? I never thought I would say this, but I'm going to have to call you back. I am at a loss. Let me research this a bit and I will get back to you with a diagnosis. That's not the problem. We just wanted someone to know that we are sleeping together. I see. Okay, well, how's that working out? We try and stay on opposite sides of the bed. Mm-hmm. Will dog forgive us? Dog? He's dyslexic. No, I'm ton. I'm ton. I'm ton. I believe in Inugami, the dog god in Japanese mythology. No, that's worse than pooping. There can be no other god. Um, okay, guys, I'm going to leave you to it. A dog god is a palindrome, and furthermore, you have to help me. Wait, is this my brother? Click. Uh, oh, my dog. And to think I was going to give him a third kidney. The Furthermore Sagi is created, written, and performed by Anne Ellsworth and produced and edited by Jonah Sharp. That's me. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week. <laughs>